everybody and welcome back to the Hang High Podcast where we get together at the end of every week and talk about shit. My name's Han and today we have a very special episode in store for you guys. But before we get into that, we're going to just go ahead and introduce our co-host. Who do I have with me today? My name is Boodle and I'm kind of kind of sexy. It's your friendly neighborhood mother lover. Dude, and... that's the that's catchphrase right there. Dude, so who do we got with us today? Who's, yeah, who do we have who's special with guest? Who's yeah. this little white boy? I, I am the white <laughs> boy. I am special guest yeah. star, Michael, and I'm happy mm-hmm. to be here. So, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, since you're our guest today, we're going to start off the discussion with you. How was your week? What did you do this week? Anything interesting? What happened? Um, I don't know. It's been kind of a boring week. Not much happened. Um the dog to the dog park that was kind of cool yeah he uh another dog sniffed his butt a lot he got angry it was a very slobbery dog that was sniffing his butt probably didn't like that um let's see what else and uh angry customers yeah typical if you guys don't know especially spotify listeners i'm sorry this is Michael. This is my little scoochie booty booty man. Yeah, he's a little, he's a little shy right now. He's he's the embodiment of that like emoji with its fingers together blushing. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so my week basically is gonna be the same exact thing as his because we live together and we work at the same job. Um, so there are angry customers. Okay. Blah blah blah. But my day off was Friday, and you guys already know what I did Friday. Let's get into that real quick. So. Somebody, we're not going to name names or point fingers here, but somebody quote tweeted an Austin Knight tweet being very weird. And we're just going to start this off by apologizing to Austin Knight and Waterpark. You were not meant to see that tweet. He quote tweeted it on his private account. And I was just chilling on the couch and I was like, why the fuck is this tweet getting so much attention? Because it was just like getting likes and likes and then we were getting followed. We're, we're, if, I don't know if you guys noticed Yeah, we, we were we getting the like... notifications, but we're getting followed by fucking water park stands right now. And I just had a tweet out, an announcement. I was like, this isn't what you think it is. We're like three fucking losers who just get high and talk out of our asses for like an hour. <laughs> like, this is not what you think it is. Um, but... Yeah, so I had to, like, set the record straight on that, and we're just gonna apologize to Austin Knight. I've been trying to get him on the podcast, but it hasn't been working, and I don't think it's gonna happen now, so. Dude, I, I think he should come on Wait. the podcast. Yeah, he looks like he a Minecraft not... YouTuber. Anyway, can, can moving I, on. Can, can I, can I, I hold on? Are you saying Jacob? I was about to say, I don't even know who this guy is. I just saw you posting on the account, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I changed your profile picture is. too, and like <laughs> I, I just okay. haven't, I haven't changed ahead, the sorry. profile picture back because I have it saved on my my computer, and like I'm not I'm not logging into my computer just to change a fucking Twitter profile picture. I'm gonna do yeah. it. I I just remember opening my phone and like for some reason, like whenever whenever my Twitter came up, it was like it. I guess it logged me in as hanging high, and I saw mm. the, the the profile picture immediately. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, who is this? And then I started yeah. like finding our tweets, and I was like, oh, that's why. I... <laughs> it's okay, but yeah, that was basically the most eventful part of my week. Um, so moving on to the bald bitch, how's your week, babe? My week was good. Let me tell you, 
Uh, one me and Jacob will talk about, and oh. Michael would definitely be interested in hearing about it. Um, but I finished this book mm-hmm. yesterday, actually, and I'm starting on the third one. Mm-hmm. Second one was crazy. It had sex in it, and it was kind of weird. But, sex. Uh, was it yeah. like Fifty Shades of Grey sex, or just? It, it like, kind of came out of nowhere. These two characters were kind of like not really, they didn't really talk a lot, but then all of a sudden they're just like, you want to fuck? And I'm just in the car like, okay, this is happening. And then the scene plays out a bit in the detail. I'm like, all right, well, okay, that happened. And then they do it again later on. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Boodle's driving now, down the freeway listening to porn. Yeah, dude, I had this old, like, this older British guy in my ear, like, just, eh, eh, like, making the noises, and I'm like, you didn't have to go that far. And like, he anyway. was ravishing the cheeks of those he loved. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, so... besides the six, the book was very good. I'm, ex- I'm interested to see where this final one goes. I just love besides um, the sex. So, are, do you have yeah, a critique? That, do you I have don't a know. critique on the writing? That that was the only parts that felt kind of weird, but I I understand why they did it. It's just I wish it wasn't as in detail as it was. Dude, but this author loves to go into detail with everything, especially like violent shit, dude. Dude, when there's a scene in the previous book where a guy gets his nipple cut off. Oh my god. And it goes into detail of how it fucking yeah anyway but it's a very dark fantasy book if you're wondering it's very all good. right all right but um moving on what else happened? so my week was actually pretty slow this week damn i didn't even finish Fuck you, oh i had an That's eventful a... week for once oh, in my life okay Whoa. my bad okay. go on um i thought, thought you're finished that's my fault um let's see at work I had a lot of, like, sales, surprisingly. So that's been good. I've been getting, you know, good commission. Um, and then the last thing me and Jacob will talk about. Yeah, so we'll meet in the middle afterwards because, you know, it, it there's quite a bit to talk about because they were... Well, one, I'll just say this, one were, like, on the last episode of a series that we started back in... Um, back in January, but we just like not really watched it like all, like in yeah. one sitting. And we've we've kind of spread it out actually pretty fast. But anyways, yeah, pretty far. But um, but other than the stuff that me and Boodle did, I had a pretty shit week. Just work was slow. Um, but I don't know. I just like. I guess my nephew, my nephew from New York, he was, uh, he's been down here and been just kind of like hanging out with him. And last year he was like a solid, like, I I wouldn't say like a solid, but he was, he was a very, very bratty kid who liked Fortnite a lot. And, (laughs) and... <clears throat> this year he comes he comes over and I'm like, dude, I was like, I got you I, I got you some Fortnite toys. He was like he's like, I appreciate it, but I don't play Fortnite anymore. 
I'm and a I'm like, big boy now. I'm like, okay, so what do you play? And he's like, I'm oh, Valorant. <laughs> I've been playing GTA and <laughs> stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so you you've you've went from being a kid to a man. I'm I'm proud, there you know. And uh, so we, we were talking about video games, and <laughs> he's actually like a wide receiver and a cornerback for his local middle school. So oh, yeah. I was just like, dude, you want to throw some football? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was I was like, I, there was a couple nights that I stayed down there for like three hours just throwing football with him. And it was it was just something I feel like he needed and I needed too. So it was it was pretty good week other like other than work so but but yeah but that's that's basically about it okay do you want to talk about the thing together now or do you want to save it for well well get it out of the way now well yeah let's go ahead and get it out of the way we got a very interesting get it out of the way get you out of the way bitch so boodle we'll start with what happened first which was the show because we did the other thing last night. <laughs> yes. So See, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to interject here, but every time you're trying to like not like expose it to the like audience, you guys make it sound really weird and sexual. I think we should just keep doing that as a running joke, dude. It's a running joke. <laughs> At this Are point, it's a running first? joke. Yes. Maybe. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm no, they're, they're hetero like I don't know we're, if Michael knows this, but me and Jacob have known each other since we were like in the first grade, right? Mm-hmm. It's first or second grade? It was, it was actually second grade because that was whenever you had Miss Green as your teacher. Yeah. Dude, Miss Green was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Go on. But, um, but anyways, so we have watched all but one episode of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. And... Mm-hmm. Boodle, so Boodle actually has some interesting takes on this, and I can appreciate it. Like you, 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 like as far as like the story building and like the world, like the the world in general, like the design of how they're doing everything, uh, which is actually kind of interesting because a lot of people like shit on that show for you know like the plot and shit. So yeah, I think visually it looks pretty nice i like the way they the sense of scale for a lot of these places like when they showed that mountain on the first episode that yeah. should look crazy oh. like crazy detailed and i don't know the presentation of everything was really nice story wise i mean i don't really know how to feel about it yet there's a lot of parts i won't lie that i'm kind of bored at but <laughs> the Elrond and the dwarf guy Durin that yes. I like when they're on screen because they're funny because it's just like a genuine friendship and then um, what's the other one I kind of like the Harfoot stuff it's a little cute and yeah. then I like I like uh, I don't know I think it's Gandalf but I don't know see so it, it the problem is, is it leaves him the the character yeah un unnamed for the first season like you don't know his name whenever the season ends so basically uh, the speculation that i've seen is that it's gandalf but the the thing that makes sense in the in you know jrr tolkien's lore 
is it would be the Blue Wizards because they mm-hmm. they came to Middle Earth during that second that's or that second age about that same mm-hmm. time the second age. So yeah. if it's one of the Blue Wizards, I'll I'll be really happy. But if it's Gandalf at the same time, I kind of be like, okay, well, I kind of see what they're wanting to do. You know, just kind of mm-hmm. write Gandalf into more of like a, I, I guess, powerful, more powerful character. Yeah. Um, because he's lived for so long, and then he gets to the Lord of the Rings, dies, Gandalf the Ga- the Gray, and then becomes Gandalf the White, which Dude. is spoilers. Yeah. Oh, Dude, that was yeah. crazy. You can you can bleep it. Man, out. you're not gonna fucking spoilers. watch these movies. No, you're don't right. even. I'm sure people. Yeah. What? No, don't lie to them. You don't care about the Lord of the Rings. I don't. I was about to say you you don't give a shit. Yeah, dude, I could I spoil Star Wars for you, and you wouldn't give a shit. No, I wouldn't. Have you guys seen Star Wars yet? No, no actually, no, I saw I saw Modog though. He looked fun. Oh yeah, Boodle sent me that tweet, and we we chuckled over that for like fifteen. <laughs> dude, he looks so funny. Yeah, I like that. I like, like that chuckled. You know, people are like ripping on the CGI again, but I, I honestly didn't think he looked that bad. I mean, it's a, it's a funny movie, and he looked funny. I mean, so. yeah, it's fucking Ant Man. Yeah. Do you really expect like from the beginning, Ant Man's always just been fucking goofy and wacky. Do you really yeah. expect like something serious? It's Paul yeah. Rudd. To Paul Rudd. Okay. Dude, Paul Rudd. Like, I, I really like. Wasn't Paul we Rudd. gonna go see a movie, Jacob? Well, we were gonna go see Ant Man. On open and not, but I was like unable to to get off, and Boodle was like, "Yeah, I've already set my schedule." So <laughs> yeah, I'm um, off tomorrow. But we'll see. I don't know. I, I definitely won't be able to do it tomorrow because so my grand my my grandma that passed away two years ago today's her or tomorrow's her birthday. Mm. So at time for. At, at the time we're filming this, is Saturday, so tomorrow being Sunday, that's what my evening plans are going to be. Mm. But, um, but yeah, but anyways, I won't be able to make it this time, but I do get days off next week, so we'll see if we can coordinate something on that. But we still have to go fucking watch Cocaine Beer. <laughs> Dude, I don't know um, if I actually want to see it that. It looks so fucking stupid. And dude, I get it that's ha- the point, but I can't. I'm not spending money on that. But, dude, it, it has 100% rotten tomato. I'm dude. not spending money on that. I'll wait for it to come out illegally on the internet. Dude. Yeah. Well, I, I saw a trailer and I'm like, oh my god, this movie looks so stupid, but it's getting like such good reviews. I'm like, oh, maybe I should see it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's just it's just a comedic like situation like nobody ever thinks of, and I mean, it's just like oh, you know, cocaine bears would be like I the, if you faced like a, a coked up bear, you'd be fucked. Yeah. That's all. I'm oh saying. yeah. <laughs> but no, we can't spend money in that because we have to go see the Dungeon and Dragons movie next month. Dude, yeah, I want to see. Honestly, that. I kind of just want to save up to see that. So what I've like seen in the trailers, it looks pretty good. It does look kind of sick. Okay, the humor is pretty good from what I've seen. Yeah. It feels like I don't know. I feel like it's like if you know D and D, it's like even funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so going going back to the whole Lord yeah. of the Rings stuff, though. So Boodle actually guessed who Sauron was. Yeah, and. He kept bugging me with these questions. Like he'd be like, "That's him, ain't it? That's him, ain't it?" Yeah, no, it had because he. He's not like you, the worst person to watch listen. anything with. 
Because why see, are you so mean? Because I'm just I I'm just know. saying, like if you're constantly nagging while watching something, just fucking no, watch it. I promise you, it's not like that. It's just so like when it, certain things happen. I'm like, that has to. That's him, right? That's him. Yeah, and I mean, so I'll say this. So he guessed it one time before, but I was able to like play it off. It's like a misdirect. Yeah. And and then he was like, okay, something immediately happened after that. And he's like, okay, maybe I have doubts about that guy. I think it might be him, mm-hmm. the other guy. And, and so a couple episodes later is whenever he says, yeah, that's him. That, that has to be him. No, because the scene before, there was a scene before that scene happened where mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, he would, I mean... I, I killed Sauron. You know, I betrayed him. So he'd probably be pretty mad at me. Yeah. If he was alive. And then in a scene before, he's like pissed at him. And he's like, what, did I like kill your family or something? And he doesn't say anything, but he's like pissed. Yeah. And then I'm so, like, oh, so yeah. It has to be. But, anyway. But, but yeah. but So I wasn't, I, I was not strong enough to resist like telling him, hey, yeah, you're right. Even if you were quiet, I would be like, no, that's him. I don't care. I don't care what you say. That's him. Right. I I was so confident, and then I'm right. So I guess we'll so, see how he gets revealed. That's what I'm excited for now. We'll yeah. Well, so the that. the whole reveal thing is going to be epic. And at the end of the show, you get like I think I already told you this, but you get like a zoom out of like the middle earth map where it changes from the Southlands to Mordor. And it's just, that's good. I'm excited. excited. It's it's awesome. I'll give a full review on. Yeah. So next, next time we record. So next week, um, we'll, we'll give, we'll do a Boodle review on it. I have an idea. I've been cooking up an idea that I think would be good to do for, like, maybe a YouTube channel for us. Dude. That I kind of want to... Are we going to become a React channel? No. I'm down. No. It's It's so easy to do. I'm telling you. I think that would be fun to do. Just on, on like, a... Maybe, like, on Twitch or something. And then, like, edit it down to the best bit. Maybe. I don't know. Twitch would be harder to do that. Not really. So, maybe... Hey, seriously, maybe what we can do is like, you know, make a list of like what we like absolutely like and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, so obviously, I know my chemical romance information is going to be for like Hannah, but I hate my chemical romance. What are you talking about? What oh, okay. the yeah. fuck is my chemical romance? Never heard of them in my life. Okay, well, anyways, anyways. <laughs> so, and then for like Boodle, we could do like warhammer in 40 like warhammer 40k and then for me we could like do that but we keep on like making topics and stuff i think uh all like showing off things that yeah so like we could get together watch a couple videos make reactions on it (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry uh, michael reactions to uh to water park songs for all your new fans oh my god (laughs) (laughs) then i can see where the link is in the video stop you can't say that you're straight man I can't. Anyway, so have you guys been paying attention to the news the last couple weeks? Yes. Yes. I know it sounds bad, but I try to not. I didn't ask. So there there have been a lot. Scary. Yeah, 
speaking of scary news, there's been a lot of interesting things happening in states like, uh, I don't know, let's say Ohio lately. Mm -hmm. Um, I have seen that. So, Uh I have brought on an expert to help me kind of educate you guys on what's been going on. So, Senor Expert, why don't you go ahead and take this away? This is your chance. The next, um, like, 40 minutes is all just you. So, what have you prepared for us today? What could Norfolk Southern have done differently? So, I have been brought on to educate everybody about trains. Dude, I'm ready. All right. I'm getting the water, though. So, first we've got to talk a little bit about trains in America and... Why they suck. Because they kind of do. So, trains in America are basically run by private companies with few exceptions. So, let's take a look over here. We have our Class 1 trains. So, basically, we have our Class 1 trains. There are four major railroads in America. There's CSX, there's Norfolk Southern, Union Pacific, and BNSF. Mm -hmm. Then we have are short line trains we're not really going to talk about them too much just know they exist then we have our passenger trains the main one being amtrak and then we have commuter trains so you can kind of think of class ones as interstate highways they uh they basically run city to city really fast not many on and off ramps um, you can think of short lines as your local roads. You would use them to get to your grocery stores and such. Um, Amtrak, it's government funded, but it's run like a private company. It's kind of weird. Um, and then commuter trains, they're basically state funded. By the way, he, he is what the internet would like to call a rail fan. He is very passionate about not only photography but model trains he's really big into model trains as you guys know because we discussed the fact that we went to a model train convention one time which was pretty epic (laughs) but go on now um basically because railroads are private they um oh man i had a whole presentation now that i'm on camera i've lost everything don't 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 even Mm. think about it okay because they're the private. The thing that, about recording is there's no pressure if you have pauses. Yeah. Yeah. I just cut out all the pauses to make it seem more consistent. Lost my train of thought. Oh! <laughs> you get it? Oh! There you go. You said it. There you go. <laughs> it's okay. Don't stress. All right. Let me see if I can get back on track here. Dude, you got this. All right. So, when railroads first started appearing in the U.S., uh, <laughs> there were a bunch of tiny ones. And... Being private companies, they would try to outsell each other, and eventually they would buy up smaller ones. They'd make mergers, and that's how we basically end up with four large ones today. They would just end up buying out the competition. They'd merge with each other, make larger companies. And being private companies, they uh, they cut some corners here and there. So they'll downgrade infrastructure to save money. So... Lines that were once double track, they'll make them down to single track. And this can cause some problems because then you can run less trains. So they started coming out with genius ideas like precision scheduled railroading, which 
isn't actually that genius. So what it basically means is we're going to have, we're going to make trains fuck. We're going to make trains fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, I can't do this. <laughs> Give me a minute. Okay. Dude, we got this. I told him to write bullet points. Mm -hmm. You got this, Mike. I think it's cool that we're gonna actually have some like interesting topic to talk about. So yeah. just being like, yeah, dude, I've been just kind of playing video games. Honestly, <laughs> you know, yeah. true. <laughs> Honestly, it's a nice change of pace. What are they talking about? Oh, precision model railroad. Precision scheduled railroading. <laughs> yes. Yep. So, what is this precision stuff that you're talking about? Oh, I'm getting you. He's getting there, guys. He's got yeah. this whole little thing like going on back there, here there that you go. can't really see because we have wired headphones in the year 2023. Mm -hmm. All right, so I can't even really see my presentation well, anyway. I'll back up here. So we'll talk about uh, precision scheduled railroading. Okay. So good. let's say you have two trains that will... We'll give two hypothetical places. Like, what they start in Boston and they go to New Jersey. Alright? So we have two trains a day that do that. And a railroad company took a look at that and said, Well, I have two 50-car trains that go there every day. Why don't I just combine them and make it one 100-car train? And the reason they're doing this is basically trying to cut down on spending. So... Less trains, less employees. But this kind of wreaks havoc because now you have a train that's double the length, so it can't really fit into sidings. And employees can't really do proper inspections anymore. So what happens when employees can't really do proper inspections anymore? Ohio. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just oh, slap, slap an article on the screen when he does, says that. Just boom. So what happened with the train that went to Ohio? De it derailed and it was carrying like was it was it a train? Yeah, it was a train that derailed. But what was it carrying? What chemical was it carrying? I can't remember. Uh, vinyl chloride. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, it derailed and the chemicals got into the the water supply. Yeah, it did. I remember seeing a video where uh, I guess some like government officials in that area were like, "It's the water safe, guys," and they drink some tap water. And like one of them obviously didn't swallow it, and it was just kind of shitty. I don't know. Yeah, the, the one, mm. the one that I seen that I was just like, "Oh my god," on was whenever like there was I guess there was a scientist or like maybe a reporter that took a stick down like the, a creek bed mm -hmm. and <clears throat> as soon as as soon as she done uh, I, th I think it was i think it was a yeah i think it was a female recorder but when as soon as they done that they had uh pulled it down the river it, it started doing like the rainbow the yeah. rainbow stuff on it and i was just like oh my god and it's it's like heavy chemicals too like oh, it, yeah. i mean it like i was just like holy shit that's this is terrible I remember when that happened, I because uh, I got some friends up in Ohio, and uh, I was looking at their server just to see if anybody said anything. And other hand, I actually was like, "Are you guys okay up there?" And they're good, thankfully. 
but still shitty that they have to deal mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. And and so one thing I don't think you know, Boodle, is that mm. the Ohio the Ohio River actually feeds feeds some of the water that comes to North Carolina. Mm. So so it, it's it's a pretty major like ecological like disaster. Oh yeah. That's gonna be effect on everybody. So basically what happened to get to that point? Um so what happened was the bearing on one of the uh the train cars overheated. And this could have easily been prevented with regular maintenance. Kind of think of your car when you bring it in for an oil change. You have to do that like every 5,000 miles. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Bad things happen. Get sludge buildup or no oil parts are rubbing together. Car overheats. Mm-hmm. Breaks down. Uh, same thing can happen on a train. You don't go in mm-hmm. for regular maintenance. Parts can overheat and fail. So this train started in St. Louis. It was traveling all the way down to Pittsburgh. Happened to be traveling through Ohio when one of the bearings on one of the cars overheated. And there's like video footage of this thing like 20 miles away and sparks are flying from it. Ooh, pretty. So eventually the axle failed and the train derailed and leaked tons and tons of chemicals into the water. Um, could this have been prevented? Absolutely. Yeah. So, there are, every so often, there are little scanners on the side of the railroad that will scan the train as it passes and let the engineer know if there's any defects on the train. And the train passed. Uh, One of them, like, 20 miles away when sparks were flying. For some reason, it didn't report that something was wrong with the train. Hmm... Hmm. So that's kind of weird. Not sure why yeah. that happened. So that didn't happen in just Ohio. It happened. There was like six trains de- derailed this week, wasn't there? Um. Yeah, so I saw like a week or two after that initial train hap- uh, derailed, another train derailed, and it was another Norfolk Southern train. What, what was that train carrying? That also had toxic chemicals on it. It had DG hazmat. But it also had what? I don't know what that one was carrying. It was like some, it was like some pellet or like hay the, or something like that. Yeah, that the, the car that actually derailed was just carrying grain. Yeah, like so the gr- train grain. itself had yeah. chemicals on it, but, no, yeah. the, but it was, those cars right. were far away. It was from it. yeah, it was so far away from it that it didn't really affect too much like Ohio. But the thing about this though is that, and you're a train guy, so like everyone's like, well hundreds of trains derail every year so it's not a big deal like what do you mean it's not a big deal why are these trains derailing michael what what, what's happening here so again it goes back to uh the companies being private so they want to make money that's the name of the game so they're cutting employees they're cutting back on maintenance and uh cutting back on inspections so Things are starting to fail. So another issue that's been brought up with precision schedule railroading is it wreaks havoc for the train crews because basically you have an engineer and a conductor. And if it's a short train, 
the engineer drives the train, the conductor, um, he'll switch tracks or he'll ride the back of the train if they're backing up. Um, but another job of his is to inspect the train before they leave. So if it's a short train, it's easy to inspect. They'll find things that's wrong with it. But trains just keep getting longer and longer and longer because the railroad company doesn't want to pay for multiple trains because then they have to pay for multiple crews. So they just pay one crew instead of like two, three, four, however many trains there used to be. They keep combining them into less and less trains. So that means they don't have a lot of time to inspect the train uh, before they have to take off and there's more cars that they have to inspect. So... If there's something wrong with the car, there's less of a chance that they'll figure it out before the train actually leaves. And that's kind of what happened in uh, with that derailment is they don't have a lot of time to inspect it. They just got to get going. So cars that might be bad or failing, they just don't know about. Hmm. How is that legal? Is that like a serious like... Isn't it, like, super dangerous to have only two people on, like, a hundred-plus car train? Like, that's not safe at all. Yeah, that, that's... that's I, that, how is that legal? That seems, yeah, that seems, like, sound, negligent. I hate to sound, like, downer, but at this point I'm not surprised with how other things are going in America right now. But, uh, yeah. I mean, everything's just really shady. Like, corporations and all the other shit like it's jacob's in his anti-capitalist dark <laughs> dude i am dude, honestly been i've been in a honestly you just bought like, three books well like i understand i like i understand used from a thrift store bitch <laughs> so so like like i understand like a lot oh, of this sorry, is dude. was like brought up in with the railroad workers with the railroad strike Oh yeah, we talked about that briefly I, a couple weeks ago. Do you guys remember, remember that? So yeah, I remember can you just that, yeah. go into that just a little bit? Because that, <clears throat> that really kind of goes into why this is happening, right? Yeah. So for what they have to do, railroad workers are pretty underpaid. They don't have any paid sick time and are forced to basically be on call all the time. So one day they could work a train at 10 a.m. The next day they're like, yeah, it's 3 a.m., but you got to come into work. So they basically, they don't get a consistent schedule. They kind of work whenever. And because trains just keep getting longer and longer and longer, it's not becoming safe anymore. So the railroad workers are like, hey, we're being treated like shit, and the railroads aren't safe. But... And what would have happened is they would have gone on strike and it basically would have shut down the country because a lot of goods like, you know, like coal, which is sent from coal mines by train to power plants. So people would have been out without electricity if trains weren't running. Um, you have shipping containers like Amazon, FedEx, UPS. They use trains for long distance packages. So stuff isn't getting to where it's supposed to be. You're not getting stuff on store shelves or at your front door anymore. It basically would have shut down the country if they went on strike. Mm -hmm. So the president stepped in and said, Hey, I know you're being treated like shit, but you got to get back to work because you're going to shut down our country. So they were forced to get back to work and the railroads just keep being negligent. I feel like I'd rather, mm -hmm. and I know specifically where we work, we work in logistics, we work in like 
that kind of stuff. It definitely would have fucked us up. Even Like, I remember when the strike was happening, we didn't get any supplies, no paper. We couldn't get shit. I would have rather had to deal with that than all, like, a massive hazmat, like, situation. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? Because, like, now you're looking at, like, that absorbing in that water, especially, like, the water. If you see videos, I've seen videos on TikTok of, like, people going into creeks and stuff, and the water, all you can see is just the rainbow from the chemicals. And now mm. that, that that's getting evaporated into the air and going into the clouds and raining down now you've got acid rain and you've got like people's mm -hmm. wells well water and all that shit like fucking up mm -hmm. so like i would have kind of dealt with near total economic collapse over this because at that point then that would have forced people to pay attention mm -hmm. and like care you know what i mean mm -hmm. sorry Actually, uh, you brought up a good point there with the supply chain, because that's actually another side effect of uh, the precision scheduled railroading. So, like, because you have less trains running, stuff isn't going where it's supposed to. So, mm. let's just say, like, I have a factory in Boston, and there's only one railroad that ships cargo in and out of Boston. So... I need to get something to my factory and basically what would happen is if there were a lot of trains running I could get my stuff quicker but if there's only like one train a day there it can take days and days for it to get there because like let's say I don't know pick a city uh Chicago Chicago so let's say my suppliers in Chicago so they gotta send a local train out to pick up the thing then the car will sit in a rail yard like a day, wait for them to send their one train to Boston. <laughs> and then I got to wait for like another day where it sits in a rail yard for another local train to send it out. Versus if I just hire a truck, they can get it there a lot quicker. But not everybody <laughs> has that choice. If you send things by train, you're probably sending it in bulk. So it can end up taking days and days because there's less trains out there delivering stuff. So it just kind of like gets this stranglehold on supply chain, making things take a lot longer to get where they're supposed to. So the th I think the theory was when it this first happened in Ohio that there was no maintenance on the like the the track itself. Uh, I think that's what the main theory was at the time. So what are you, what are your what's your take on that? And then with all the new information that we've got so far, I think it's been like three weeks now, two or three weeks since this has happened, and we're just gonna keep getting more info after this. But like, mm -hmm. what is what is your thought on like everyone's initial theories, and then like with the information that's like slowly trickled in so far, um, and the fact like that they're like basically just trying to save face right now instead of putting in any real effort towards doing better like what do you think they could have done differently what do you think that like could have prevented this from happening so what i think could have happened better um they need i mean they keep kind of like cutting employees to save money and i think that's mm -hmm. the wrong thing to do and I mean, like any company that during the pandemic where they laid off a bunch of employees and then when things started getting better, they didn't hire anybody. They just expected everybody to do double the work. I mean, mm -hmm. this is no different. Um, so the tracks, 
they seemed like they were fine. I mean, it was a main line, so it gets repaired pretty regularly. Um, but the tr what failed was the train car itself. So, I mean, they need to have more people out there doing inspections. They need to have more maintenance workers. I mean, they still need to check the tracks. That's what the train runs on. It would prevent a lot of derailments if you have good tracks. Mm -hmm. But another thing, too, is you need to check on failing cars. So what the railroads need to do is just stop cutting employees and expect the ones that are still there to do double the amount of work. And, I mean, another thing, too, is, like, from the government itself, there aren't really a lot of uh, rail inspections. I mean, mm -hmm. the FRA oversees the railroads, but they're pretty underfunded. So, I mean, if you put more funding into that, you can get more inspectors out there making sure that these companies are actually doing what they're supposed to. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can we just can we just talk for like a quick second about how like countries in Europe and Asia have like great rail systems? Dude, yeah. I think um part of the reason why our rail system sucks is because one we rely heavily on cars like in cities like i like mike's like oh we have a car culture because you're always yeah. like you you go to a city there are like very little crosswalks no sidewalks because everyone's fucking driving um mm. but also because america is just so big yeah like we can fit like look at europe i mean you can be like go through like three different european countries in an hour whereas yeah. like in an hour you're still in like the same state like if you think about it this way you have to go to an airport and fly in california to get to another part of california yeah you know what i mean um mm -hmm. but like i think that that's probably the reason why so a lot of like railroads in europe are owned by the government so, in France and Germany and Switzerland, their rail network is pretty much all owned by the government. And in America, they're all pretty much private companies. And that can cause issues because, again, the private companies don't really want to invest in better infrastructure. They're kind of just, they're kind of happy just coasting on the profits that they're making. Yeah. And... They don't really want to upgrade to like high speed rail if they don't have to because they own the tracks. They're happy with their slow freight trains. Most of them don't want anything to do with passenger trains. And this causes our passenger rail network like Amtrak, um, which has to rely on federal funding and running over privately owned rails to kind of like negotiate with these freight railroads saying, hey, I want to run more trains. And they'd be like, nah. <laughs> Thank you. I love so, it, Eric. I don't know how well this is going to show up on screen. It's okay. I can zoom in. But <laughs> you can send me the digital files. Yeah. You can just put on the screen. But so this is all the railroads in America. This big-ass spider web here. Yeah. So you know what's interesting? This is, we actually is have... where we have passenger trains. Um, Notice a bit of a difference? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So, Boodle, do you remember learning about the Junebug line in school? <laughs> do you think you remember anything? No? Okay. Uh, so, when we were in elementary school, 
when we were in elementary school, we learned about the, the Junebug line, which is a rail line in North Carolina. Um, so in the county that we live in, it was where it was established, and it's Alexander, Alexander um, County Railroads is the company on it, but it's it's not a functional railroad anymore. Well, but, I saw it going by one time in Statesville. Well, I mean, it's they still operate it, but the company, I, I don't think the company's like, I, I don't know. I don't think the, comp- they're, the company's doing I, anything anymore. It was crazy. I was coming home from work and it was like coming across that uh that overpass. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, but and then I was driving past it. It was crazy. Anyway. But basically I'm pretty sure that that railroad goes from our county all the way to Charlotte or Raleigh. But see, so our so the county that me and Boodle live in is a very um I guess very good industry for for textiles mm-hmm. and for and furniture. Yeah, I forgot about furniture. Yeah. Furniture is more of a recent thing, but textiles has always been like what our county does, and um, and that's how that they would transport all the goods to like a hub, and um, it's just very interesting. Trains have like helped us so much. Like mm-hmm. they're very underappreciated. They oh, yeah. are. Like, I didn't even give a fuck about trains. Like, I knew they existed, but I didn't know, like, to the extent. I didn't really know about, like, cargo trains, you know what I mean? I just, because, I just knew Amtrak and, like, passenger trains and, like, whatever mm-hmm. you see on TV, you know what I mean? I, I mm-hmm. didn't really understand, like, the whole supply chain aspect of it, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird, because, like, different parts of America will have, like, different trains like where we live it's like amtrak owns the train tracks through our town and they're running like 50 passenger trains at 100 miles an hour a day and it's great you know Mm -hmm. we can go up to providence and Mm -hmm. like 40 minutes later we're in boston and that's awesome because last time we drove to boston we were stuck in traffic for like two hours three i'm sorry i'm gonna we're gonna cut you off right here. So we were going to go see My Chemical Romance. Doors opened at six or six thirty. I'm like, okay, we should probably leave at two because of traffic. And it was like towards the end of the summer, and that's when everyone's really out, like kind of living their life. So they're like, oh, we're gonna make summer count. And Mike's like, no, 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 we'll leave at four o'clock. Because <laughs> typically without traffic, mm-hmm. like it, it'll take like it's like an hour and a half drive to Boston. But it took us three hours to get there. Mm. Whereas if we had just taken a train because of how fast they are, it would have been like 40 minutes. However, the only sad thing about Amtrak in that area is they don't run like at like 11, 12 o'clock when we would be getting out. Yeah. Which is another thing, probably because they don't have the people to like work that late. Amtrak's like trying really hard to improve right now. Because remember when we went to, uh, was it Brooklyn? To see... Was that Angels and Airwaves? Yeah, when we went to we went to Brooklyn to see Angels and Airwaves in New York, um, and we were able to get an Amtrak out of there at like three a.m. But like in in Boston in that area, no, no. like nobody's out there. Probably because they have MBTA. Yeah, right? MBTA is like so the local that, that, commuter that's train. That's what probably why they don't run that late over there. Yeah. Um. So, but like down south where like you guys are, it's just like yeah. it's all 
cargo trains. Because I remember and, you you came up here and you were like, whoa, we don't have this over there. And I was like, really? We have, like, we had trains, but nothing to that level. So yeah. I don't think we have any passenger trains in North Carolina. We don't. And the, I think the only thing that we really have is Tweetsie, and Tweetsie is... Dude, I wouldn't even call that I a do. passenger toy, a train. A I remember Tweetsie, dude. I remember. Dude, dude Tweetsie... Tweetsie was awesome. You're the rail king. What does that mean? I don't know what the Tweetsie is. Oh, man. So, Tweetsie is, so. Tweetsie is a, uh, it's a theme park, and they offer train rides. Oh. Here, hold on. I'll send a link real fast. I, hold, I'm on. A, hold on. Link. I got it. I'll post, you need I'll to post see the this. picture on the screen. Sorry, Spotify listeners. Um, this is my train experience. But, so basically <laughs> what you're saying is what Norfolk Southern can do and what all these other train companies, especially, what's your favorite? CSX. CSX. What they could have done differently and what they can learn from this experience is just to basically, at the end of the day, it just kind of boils down to properly staffing your, like, staffing your crew. You know what I mean? Like, we were looking at it um, earlier. What What's it starting at? $23 an hour? Yeah, $23 an hour to be a train conductor. Retail workers are making that much money. Yeah. Wow. Which well deserved. I'm not. I'm not like trying to like comp- Like I guess I am comparing, but I'm not saying they don't deserve like twenty three dollars an hour in retail because God knows retail is fucking difficult. <laughs> um, but you're operating like heavy machinery, and like at that point, like the entire country is like relying on you. I don't think twenty dollars an hour is like. So, like, I mean, basically. Yes, hiring like, like hiring more staff is probably what they could do without the government stepping in. Yeah, because if you really want to force the railroads to do better, um, you could, you know, try getting the government to be like, "Hey, things aren't going well. Can you force these guys to hire more people or?" make sure maintenance checks are getting done or limit train lengths so you don't have these 200 car trains that they just can't inspect the government won't do that they're too busy banning drag shows and forcing children to detransition dude that shit's crazy but we'll get into that next week (laughs) Hmm? no what were you saying yeah i was just gonna say that i mean People always talk about how, like, Europe or Japan has such a better rail network and how it's owned by the government. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really think that our government, if they did nationalize the railroad, if our government would do a good job of running it. Look they at the post office. Have... Yeah, I mean, imagine that, but with trains. Gosh, yeah. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Like, a fair and valid point. What you're saying is I should just move out of the country. <laughs> And like dish out thousands okay. of dollars to duck. denounce your citizenship. Oh my god! Even when you're leaving, they're still fucking you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. My phone's charging good. So, why are you so interested in trains? Like, what's what's the appeal? Like, no, no. I know that sounds really bad because I'm always bullying Boodle. But, like, I'm genuinely curious. I don't think we've ever had this conversation. Like, what, what's, like, what, what, like, gravitates you towards trains and, like, model railroading? Um, 
I mean, trains in like real life are really cool. I mean, giant machines. They're like the size of a building. They're hauling like a hundred cars. It's awesome to see them go by. It is. Um, Not in the winter, though, okay? You want to take your winter train trips, you're going to go alone next time. But, uh, I don't know, model railroading is pretty cool. Like, you almost get, like, it's cool, like, making the stuff, painting the stuff, and it's almost like you get to make, like, all these, like, little landscapes and things, and it's just kind of cool, like, being this giant god and watching a little train go through. To kind of, like, relate it to Caboodle, it's like when you're doing, like, your Warhammer stuff, there you go! The painting and, like, the scaling and the model building, like, that, all the supplies that you're using to paint and, like, scale your trains and everything like that can be applied to, like, Warhammer or, like, D&D and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Me and Michael went to a Warhammer store and he got something for his model train stuff. Did that ever work out? I don't know if I ever used that paint, actually. Oh, um, really? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, the like, I got an airbrush, but it kind of sucks. Like, Dude, it, it ends same. up making everything look like polka dots. So what I ended up yeah. doing was like, I got these like weathering powders, and I put them on with a brush, and it makes it look a lot more realistic. Yeah. He's I... really good. I mean, if you want to like send me pictures so I can plop them up, they're like they're pretty mm-hmm. good. Um. But do you have anything else to add or like, or is that like, that just about it for you? I mean, you did a good I'll job. See the, I'll see the appeal of trains. Yeah, I, I get it. I like when I they go choo-choo <laughs> and their name is Thomas and they say, hi, I'm Thomas to tank engine. Like I watched that as a kid. Jokes aside, like trains are probably like the most efficient and most environmentally friendly form of land transportation. We oh. just don't really use them correctly in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Now, vote. Elon Musk invested in trains. Dude, I don't know so, how that would work. Tesla, choo-choo. Like, electric Dude, cars, electric not a fan of. So bad for the environment. So, like, lithium-ion yeah. batteries are, like, lithium mining is horrible for the environment. Not yep. to mention, like, the batteries... Like all that battery acid that you gotta throw out when you're done with it, yeah. and mm-hmm. God forbid it lights up, that thing's never going out. Oh yeah, and yep. I mean even like mm-hmm. the tires, like all the rubber waste. So like versus mm-hmm. in a train, like if you got an electric train, it's a lot. You know the power source is with it, so it doesn't need batteries because it runs on overhead lines. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. it can haul a lot more than a car. So, I mean, a train could probably fit, like, 100 people versus your car, which has, like, four people. And, I mean, I even, like, a diesel train, it's it's still better than, like, your average car. Like, 100 cars on a highway, mm-hmm. one train mm-hmm. is polluting a lot less. So, if you're listening, Elon Musk, you need to invest in trains instead of these little cars, okay? At Elon Musk, one, give me my Twitter account back, and two, invest in trains. You know, I, I like the idea of electric cars. trains. Well, yeah, but Americans also need... It should be how, like, it is in other countries, where it's like, you can get cars, but it's more of like a, haha, I can get one. But this is America, right. okay? We are number one in the world, okay? We're America, okay? We're the best, okay? Bald eagle falling across the screen. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> Sorry, I had a little but... blind today. Yeah, so there is actually kind of a ship 
from like car culture to train culture. <laughs> train train culture. Yeah, if you could call it that. My <laughs> uncle, that was you, you and my uncle would be best friends, I feel like, because yeah. my uncle loves model cars. Okay. Because I don't know if you remember if we were in that store. I was like, oh, dude, they got model cars here. My uncle For a second, I didn't process that, and I thought you said your dad, and I was like, what the fuck? Dude, Boodle's uncle is so cool. Yeah, dude, yeah. I love Randy. Is he, he single? He, he's good. He's a good man. Yeah, he's a, he, he's he's very influenced by Facebook, but he's good. Yeah, deep down. Okay. But, um, but yeah, one thing I wanted to add add to the the whole lithium ion and how it's bad for the environment. It's just so interesting for me to be. You know, in the car industry, and just see how yeah, how far. Shun we'll him! See. Shun so, him! So the thing is, is, it's interesting for me to see like how everything's going from a from from a company that had no like electric option on it up until 2020 with the Pacificas, um, but. And see how much heavily more influenced it is right now. It's just, it's crazy. Like, a lot of people don't like it. And I mean, mm -hmm. rightfully so. I mean, you know, cars, like, I, I think like, like trains, cars like trains, they go better off of the fuel. And it's, it, while I guess the gas is more, I guess, bad for the environment than what like diesel or you know the overhead line trains is is like it's just like way way dirtier but um i'm snowballing right now so yeah, it happens to me too That's but fine. um because i'm trying to figure out where i was trying to get with this point with the am i on that that's, yeah. that's how you started the yeah. conversation yeah. So, so chrysler is coming out with um like so many so many electric engine options um for 2024 is crazy like they're doing you know a fully battery powered uh 1500 truck and then they're doing a fully battery powered like jeep right yeah. and it's just very very interesting because it's just like i'm like i get that they think that that's the future but it's just I mean, like having an option, but like you know, they've they've killed they've killed like three engines with Chrysler, and that's the the three six Pentastar, the five seven Hemi, and then the six four Hemi. Are they like recalling so the, a bunch of Teslas too? Yeah, I, I you know I think there's a service bulletin on it right now, um, yep. and it has something <laughs> to do with the wheel bearings. Um, the wheel bearings are failing and point, it's causing the car to like creak. Yeah, at this point, I don't even like want to start a fire in Ohio. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, somebody else already beat you to that. Mm -hmm. um, but at this point, I don't even want my license. And it's not just because I failed my test twice, okay? It's just so expensive. Gas is going up. The cost of used cars went from like $2,000 up to like $5,000 for the same yeah. car. And it's just. I can't get a car anyway because I can only have one car in this apartment. And, like, it's just, it's not worth it right now, honestly. So, I've been waiting one thing, for a car for so long, and it's just been more and more difficult. Yeah. 
so one thing I can say right now, the market market is still kind of high for used car, but you'll start seeing that crash within six months. I hope the housing economy oh. crashes too. I want a house. Well, yeah, I mean the crash. The, I mean the crash is coming for the housing market. Like it is coming. I'm gonna start looking, baby. I want a nice yard. Um, I mean it's just you know the interest rates. You know they they for the feds have raised interest rates so much that it, it's definitely going to crash the markets at some point. It's just what we don't know if when. We revolt against the government. Dude, I would be down because honestly, I've been I've been like becoming like when very pissed off. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we should we should like protest together. Let's go to Washington, dude. That's a lot of work. I don't know. Anyway, but but yeah, but yeah. I think we just about covered everything. Oh, we didn't, oh, talk, we didn't talk about D and D. Okay, talk about yeah, D and D. Michael, you like D and D, and then let's and then we'll wrap up. I'm gonna send him the rule book, but I don't know if he will okay. care about the One Piece part of it. But I want so, him to see. so Buddha, at some point during this, I'm gonna read the notes that was posted in uh, the general for that server. I saw that. Yeah, um, someone posted so, notes of what happened. So Buddha, so this goes along with something that we did last week mm-hmm. on starting a new show. Um, so c- explain explain to us uh, what our um, campaign was so we played a version of Dungeons and Dragons 5e that is One Piece themed huh. and it has a rule book. <laughs> I made my fucking hold. okay, <laughs> that's funny anyway. Um, and I posted it in our chat if Michael wants to look at it. If I don't know if you'd care, but it's like the whole rule book, and we based our campaign on that. and it was very fun, and that was like my first real like D and D session that I felt you know confident with like my character and the backstory I did. Mm-hmm. I felt really confident going into it, and it turned out very very good. And the platform we were on while we were playing it felt really immersive, mm-hmm. and I think that helped as well. Yeah. Um. But I, it was very fun. My character, I'm, I love my character because not only did I get a rare item that gave me ice powers that fits my character that I made, but we also got two other like things that give people powers. No, we got three point. other. Three, three other. Yeah, okay. we found all four. Okay, so they're called devil fruit. Okay. Yeah. So we found so from from what Noah was telling us, which for all of our listeners, Noah is our uh, our dungeon master, yes. and so what he had to do is he had to roll dice to see how many gum gum or how many um, devil fruit was on the island. Um, so basically, had to roll it, and if it hit like a certain count, it would get access to devil fruit, and it hit. And then he had to roll a D four to see um, see how many how many devil fruit we'd have, and we max rolled on it, so we got four devil fruit on the starting island. It was like how many would be on the island, and then we had to roll like investigation each time, and the number would change depending on how many were on the island, and we all like got tens, which was the number that we needed yeah. to find one so, so we were pretty stacked to begin with so kyle found the first 
devil fruit and it was the ice one i remember it was the ice he... one and he gave it to boodle yeah and then i filmed the second one by swimming in the water and it was just floating there mm. and then i think declan Declan, it was either Declan or Kyle that found the other one again, mm-hmm. and it was like a a, a sweet smelling one. That that one was so dumb. I love it. Yeah, all it uh, is is a devil fruit that lets you like wring people out, like laundry, and like clean them. That's it. Oh, that's actually really funny. Uh, I forgot that was a devil fruit in the show. Yeah. Um. So it had that. Mm-hmm. And then we found something called a zoan fruit, which I'm not well versed in in um, in mm-hmm. one piece one piece lore, so I don't know what that is. Um, well, but, if you do continue watching, you it'll explain it later on. But I can yeah. explain it now if you want me to. Um, we'll we'll, we'll explain it later. Okay. Let's just get get to the the the, the, the meat and stuff. So, Boodle, what, yeah. what class are you playing? I'm playing, uh, it's like a custom class for this. It's called a bruiser. And it tells you what it's like based on. I can see. So, yeah, bruiser is like, like a mixture of like a, like a warrior and stuff or something like that. But I was a bruiser. I had a big club and I was a big dude and I hit people with my club. And so I was a, I am a fishman priest and my character's name is Callisto Wavelight. But the thing about Callisto Wavelight is he is a, um, a priest of the death domain, right? So he's a dark priest, but so fun. So fun little fact about my D and D like character backstory, Mm -hmm. um, is that, like every time I've played D and D, and I've only played it, I, I wouldn't even really say that the first time that we played was it counts because we didn't finish the campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boodle. But yeah. the first time we played, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna write Boodle into my background, my background mm-hmm. story. Yeah, and that has just been something that I've I continued with this with this campaign. So basically, yeah. basically, Callisto's family dies. And yeah. spoilers because, well, it, I mean, it's not really spoilers, well, but past my bedtime. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. You good? But but basically, his his uh, parents tried to take down Poseidon, which is a character in the One Piece universe too. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's prevalent, and tried to kill. So they tried to kill Poseidon, and his parents died. And he gets exiled from the island and meets uh, Boodle's character, which is Cold or Cole Boreas, right? Yeah, Cole Boreas. Yeah, that's my guy's name. Cole Boreas, and and we become best friends because I try steal food and I get caught and almost killed. And Boodle's like, "Nah, bitch." No, bitch. I I own people, and I say, "I'm gonna smack you with my fucking club." Oh my and we become best friends. So, so basically, I, I made it like a point, like for my personality, to like always protect Boodle, like over Ooh. other people. And so, 
last night we were in like a combat situation and Boodle was off by himself and I'm like I'm like God I'm trying to help you Boodle trying to help you and basically I cast a a, a cantrip uh told the dead or told the dead and I killed this bitch and it was so cool because so Noah was like yeah you well it was a bandit so yeah the bandit was trying to kill Boodle so I was just like you know what I'm gonna help the homie out. You're like that one person in the RGTA maps that just wouldn't let me get anywhere near fucking Boodle <laughs> without killing me. Basically, yeah. you're for me. But but the way that Noah is like, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, so what? So what happens is you cast the spell on him and or on on the 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 bandit, and then basically you see a, a like a a very faint like dimly lit bell appear above their head this black and it starts ringing and then the character just falls down just <laughs> ragged alls, yeah dead dead dude and, ollie's uh, character cut somebody clean in half and yeah described it in detail i was like holy fuck i was like dude this is crazy um but but yeah dude it's 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 really fun and i can't wait until the next session uh, but I'm gonna read off the read off the uh, notes of what happened. Okay. Uh, so I think I think um, I think that Ollie did it better. But what you what were you gonna say, Hannah? Oh, I said uh, how much? We're already an hour and thirteen minutes in. Um. So it, it's not it's not too long. It's like okay. maybe I wouldn't even say they're full paragraphs, but it's like four like small paragraphs. So, Ollie, Ollie, this is from the, the script of Ollie. Um, shout out to Ollie. You're the man. You're that dude. Yeah. Um, during our adventure, it came to our attention that the crew was involved in smuggling drugs for Captain Boblin, which R.I.P. Captain Boblin, he died too soon. Um, yeah. We encountered a serpent that stranded us on an island. We had to fend off four Navy men during trouble uh, struggle. We then discovered two two new types of devil fruits named the Zoran devil fruit, which we came across in the metallic he, metallic or heavy fruit. We also met a person named Mori who seemed to be from the eastern part of the world. While we were in a local shop, Thug stole Jakey, which is an NPC, it's not me, um, stole mm -hmm. Jakey, and we had to track them down to their bandit hold. We managed to rescue Jakey, but two of our crew members suffered grave injuries and yeah. four bandits were killed in the process. Yeah. And that honestly, I was so worried that somebody's gonna die there. I, I thought I was because I, I was getting bad rolls that whole night. Yeah. Disrespect. In exchange for a new ship, we gave the bandits the captured Jakey. Additionally, we learned that Lenny had consumed the wash wash devil fruit, which is the the, the, the pink one that smells good. Uh, yeah. And Ward, which is Ollie's character, had consumed the Ishi Ishi no Mi, allowing him to control stones. Oh! Okay. Yeah, that's a character's uh, fruit in the show. Well, so he was telling me about that earlier in Discord, and he was like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, surprise everyone, but I guess I need to let him know that <laughs> it's in his uh, notes. Wow, that he wow. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> But but anywho, but yeah, that was definitely a, a great experience. Unfortunately, I like my like I said, my allergies have been acting up, and I was like 
by the, by the time we were finishing up with the, the um, that combat room, the very last combat room, I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to get off because my eyes just like it was about like this. Oh uh, yeah, I it was about it. like this, and I was I I just couldn't see out of this eye basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, other than that, that was like it was a really good time, and I can't wait for, for next Friday. I don't know if it is going to be next Friday, but... Oh, okay. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But that's all I have. Yeah. That was a good podcast. It's going to be really interesting to edit this one. Uh, My back really fucking hurts because I had to, like, scrounch. Sorry, Spotify listeners, but if you look at the YouTube, I'm, like, scrunkled over, like, scrunch... What is the word? Hunched over. Yeah. Uh, Because I have wired headphones. um, I'm sorry. And Mike and I have to share... Um, I suggested that he join on his Discord in yeah. the other room, but he wanted to be out here with me because he loves me so much. So yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. But yeah, that was a really good podcast. Just to recap for the people mm-hmm. who just had us on in the background and weren't really paying attention <laughs> and are now tuning in because we're ending. Um, we just basically talked about our weeks. These nerds talked about the Lord of the Rings show on Amazon Prime and One Piece. And this nice little respectable gentleman without a conductor's hat talked about trains and his general knowledge of the situation and what Norfolk Southern could have done better. My name's mm-hmm. Han. You can go ahead and like the icon on the screen suggests follow not only the podcast accounts, on all of these platforms, but go ahead and follow me on the Instagrams, the YouTubes, the TikToks, the Spotify's, because I have really good taste in music, Twitch, and Twitter. I've been posting a lot lately, trying to get back into my content creation phase. And that's it for me. Michael, do you want to say anything? You want to promote anything? Any really nice hobbies that you do? Are you putting me on the spot here? Yeah. Um... No, thanks for having me. Um, trains are awesome. Yeah. Support Amtrak. He also yeah. has an Instagram, mevins.photo, where he posts his photography. What 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 is your thing? You have a love of travel mixed with a passion for trains. So it's really cool. Go. go check him out on there. Um, and that's it for us. You guys, take it away. My name's Boodle, and... Dude, I am excited to uh, watch some Lord of the Rings after this. Dude, hell yeah. So, and just a quick little surprise that I think I'm going to go into and, and go ahead and say it. So, I, th- I I haven't talked to Boodle about it, and I don't, I don't think I've said anything to Hannah. But I think I'm going to... No, oh. no, I don't. I, God, I wish I did. Um, gosh, you bring, bring up painful memories. I'll have to tell you something after we record this. Oh, but, um, yeah, cause there's, there's development to that. But anyways, um, so, um, I am going to, I think, start compiling some of the clips that I have and I kind of want to upload it to YouTube that of us playing. I, oh yeah, because I'll, I'll show you what I, me and Hannah use. My metal, okay. my metal isn't. Oh no! What, what's what's he doing? Spotify mm-hmm. listeners, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Amtrak. I can't see this. But there's an Amtrak train just brushing past mm-hmm. me, please, right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. 
comic but, relief michael over here cool. uh but my metal has been acting up i've been wanting to do that but it just hasn't been working right it messed up mine too it's, I don't know what happened. But yeah, that's not that's good. Like, go ahead, do yeah. that. That sounds fun. You have Let's some see. silly clips where you're murdering me for no reason. So mm, it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> me and Boodle have like my favorite clip is the movie moment that me and Boodle <laughs> had together. Yeah, that one was fun. And that was yeah. that was fun. And but but yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Um, you know, like just basically touch on what Hans had. Um. You know, give us a like and follow on us or follow us on YouTube, uh, Spotify, um, you know, whatever platform you can think of, we might be on it. Um, if it's like a major platform, um, you know, Twitter, Twitch. In the so, count of three, but, we're going to go ahead and say our favorite thing to say. Okay. You know, this is Jacob's favorite. I know. It's hanging it, out. This fucker. I didn't even get to countdown. All right. <laughs> That's it. Everybody, it's been the Hanging High Podcast. We'll see you next week.